This week on Gentler, we are talking about being that girl on a budget. I'm telling stories about what happened when I tried to be someone else's version of that girl and went broke doing it. And I'm also sharing two strategies that helped me a lot when it comes to feeling like that girl, living out my ideal dream life while on a budget and in my current circumstances. So keep on listening and let's get into the episode. everyone and welcome to Gentler. This is a podcast about post-grad life, adulthood, and most importantly, self-care. Here we take a practical approach to self-care and gratitude and discuss ways to use them as tools to make life more fulfilling. I'm Maya Fleming, a regular girl who felt cheated after graduating college and decided I deserve more out of life. So I started this podcast to document my journey to becoming that girl and to do it along with you. Hello everyone. Happy Sunday. Welcome to Gentler. I'm Maya and I am excited to chat with y'all. I gotta let you know, I had a little bit of a stressful hour before recording this. I was trying to do... So, okay, I saw someone that I follow that's actually been on the show before, Kimberly Wenya. Um, She did a flash sale for one of her programs and I thought, you know what, it might be fun to do a flash sale for Club Gentler, just in honor of Self-Care Sunday. Um, just a little, a few hours of half off. So I was offering that to my close friends list. If you, if you want to join close friends on Instagram, just DM me and you can be in the loop for future things like that. But while I was setting up the coupon code and all of that stuff, I realized that the gentler website was not working, which was really frustrating because one, I didn't know how to fix it. And two, I had no idea how long it hadn't been working. And it just made me think about like, and not that there's been like a great influx of traffic lately. Um, things have been a little quiet, which is good. But, you know, it just made me think how many people have been trying to reach or just, I don't know, you know, whatever, have been trying to connect with Gentler and the website has been broken. Long story short, after um, some yelling and honestly a few tears, I did fix it and it was just the simplest thing, believe it or not. Um, yeah, so I also had to do like a little quick prayer. And it was funny how just like immediately after that I started working. I was like, LOL, message received. Um, but anyway, I am here. I'm ready to do this episode. That issue kind of put my afternoon on hold. But we're here. I'm doing it. Today we're talking about being that girl but on a budget and I'm actually going to just kind of like freestyle this episode and just riff. Normally, I will um, write out the episode. Well, I'll, I'll say them as if I'm just talking, but I'll write it as I'm talking. Um, and then later, I'll like read and, and re-recite like what I, um, what I wrote earlier. But today, I just figured, let's just chat. Let's just do like a little chatty episode. I'm going to be telling some some life experiences and all that and talking about things that that I've been doing lately so I felt like the you know the casual approach would just be would just be best for today so I wanted to share some some things because I've been having this frustration with the whole idea of being that girl and the 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 um whew, English I must be having a stroke um, but with a frustration with the whole like that girl aesthetic. And my main frustration is that it is an aesthetic. Like, I hate that there's like a way to be that girl. I hate that there's a type. I hate that it's become 
a whole like thing with the leggings and the the um the green smoothie and the jar and the the working out and even the dog like <laughs> and I say this as a doodle owner who has a green smoothie in the morning and wears a legging I don't do the working out portion but I you know a lot of the things add up and I know a lot of it's just trendy so we do it but I hate that there is a look I hate that there is like a checklist and a way to do it when to me being that girl it should be just like being your dream self or your highest self or your your best self, your favorite, however you want to phrase it, that's how it should be. And it should be centered around you, not around what is trendy or what is cool. Um, and it, I, I think it just lends itself to this trap that I have found myself in for a long, long time on and off. Um, I was doing some reflecting and realized I have always since since I've been in school so like kindergarten um have always had like some sort of inferiority complex and I don't fully know where it comes from you know I've done done my reflection done my healing and all that so I have like strong ideas and that's how I've been able to kind of improve out of it now but I I just always had this feeling that other people were cooler or prettier or better than me and that's been going on for a while so I always have been trying to kind of match whatever the dominant um aesthetic was and and it would be like I I just was kind of like a sponge um even down to my handwriting I remember seeing this girl write her A's one way and so, or her W's actually, it was her W's. So, so random, but she did her W's where it really looked like a W and not like, you know, like a W like really looks like two V's and not two U's. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's pointy and not rounded, but she did her W's rounded. And so I trained myself to write my W's in that way. Um, and I did it. I did it for years. I wrote my W's like that because I saw a girl in my class do it. Um, and you know, some of that's just like being a kid and wanting to follow what's cool. But with social media, like I saw myself doing things like that again. And y'all know self-care and finances go hand in hand for me. And so I started to really see it affect my money because I was trying to match this whole thing. And even aside from trying to match other people, I just had this strong idea of what it meant to be successful or cool or even happy. And I convinced myself that I would achieve certain statuses with certain purchases. So it just became this unhealthy thing of like, okay, if I buy this lounge set, I'll be more comfortable and more confident and you know, I'll I'll feel like that girl. And if I buy this blender, then I'll have my smoothies and I'll feel like that girl. And if I have this, um, I don't know, this whatever, I'll feel like that girl. And the thing about self-care um, is that you have to be very clear on who you are in your own voice because sometimes you will start to trick yourself into doing things that are not self-care but feel like self-care. So I mentioned the blender. 
I was really torn on whether or not I wanted to buy a blender. And I forget how much the blender costs. I think I have some type of like ninja. I have something. I got it from Target. I don't remember what I got. But it took me a while to decide on whether or not I wanted to buy it. Because I was getting very clear on the fact that I am very good at tricking myself. Um, And in the end, I did decide to buy it. And I have used it. So I I was very happy with that purchase. And I'm still very happy with that purchase. Because I love a good smoothie. It's, it's really helped me a lot to keep myself feeling nourished without spending a ton of time making a big breakfast, yada, yada, yada. That was, that was a good one. Um, but sometimes it's not a good one at all. But you have to be clear on that. And I, I get there through, fi- not financial self-care, but foundational um, self-care. The journaling, the therapy, the affirmations, the, the reflection, the, the meditation, all these things that help me to get, my, to get to know myself better. So get to know my... Um, untrue voices and and all that um to get to know my triggers and my habits and patterns all of that stuff but if I wasn't then I would constantly be just trying to convince myself of you know I need this because it will allow me to show up as my best self and it will allow me to you know and I've, I've done I've done a lot of purchases that that felt good and that still feel good but weren't completely necessary. And I kind of convinced myself to like the, um, the, the, what are they? The, the little highlighters. I think I shared them on my story one time. Um, I have one in front of me, the mild liners. Is that how you, how you say it? But you know, they were all over Tumblr at some point and I saw my target carry them. And so I told myself like, oh, you know, if you have those, then you'll be so much more productive because you will just be that much more excited about taking notes. And truth is I do use them and I do feel good when I use them, but did I need them to be productive? Have I become remarkably more productive with them? No, I haven't. Do I regret getting them? No, but I also didn't need it. And I kind of pulled a, pulled a fast one on myself. And, and, you know, it happens. But whatever. I think it's just being mindful of it and being aware of when it's happening. Um, I tried for a while to just match what I saw other people doing. And, y'all, when I say... The financial implications were endless. I went into intense debt over a pair of Nike Air Maxes that I saw in Urban Air Outfitters. Um, and I didn't see anyone wearing the particular shoes, but I felt like, you know, cool people. That girl, and then the that girl aesthetic and trend wasn't even like a thing back when this happened, but. It was the same thing operating where I was comparing myself to some type of person that I saw on social media and I thought this purchase is the gateway to being that person and so I kind of performed an act of self-betrayal because I was not in a place where I could responsibly purchase these shoes. I ended up putting it on a credit card that I'd gotten like the day before, um, had no job so that I had no real way to make payments on this credit card. I put more stuff on them thinking like, oh, I'll, I'll feel like that person. I'll be able to show up as her if I have the stuff. Um, I was also a baby manifestation student. So the whole idea of acting as if was in my head and I was misinterpreting it on an extreme level. Um, long story short, I paid for the consequences literally for years afterwards. I, I paid off all my consumer debt in 2020. 
I bought these shoes in 2018. So literally for years, I was paying for the effects of this purchase. You know, they were the gateway. Um, all the late fees, all the missed payments. Like I, I am probably still paying for them just because my credit is not all the way where I'd like it to be. It's not bad, um, but it's not where I'd love for it to be. And I'm sure it's because in 2018, I had way too many late payments because I was trying to chase an aesthetic that was not really even for me. And again, do I wear the shoes every day? Or not every day, but do I wear the shoes often? Yeah, I do. I wear them. I like them. They, they're comfortable. They're stylish. I love them. And to me at this point, they represent a lot of growth, but I don't want, I'm not trying to like romanticize my mistake. I'm just trying, you know, they're two sides to everything. Um, but I really wish I had sat down and figured out what it would mean for me to feel like that girl for myself. And how could I achieve that first without spending any money? I think that's always an interesting exercise of seeing like, okay, if you want to feel better about yourself, what can you do? without spending a dime, first of all, you know? Like, what can you do that maybe will require just a little bit more time or some restructuring or just some creativity? You know, what? let's not just jump to finances because if it's the first thing you think of, to me, that's a red flag. And sometimes it is going to be the money. Sometimes, you know, you've been thinking about this haircut for ages and you've really been wanting to try out the color or you've really been wanting to get this certain design on your nails. And by the time you pay for all the gear to do it yourself, you've pretty much paid for the manicure. So I get it. Sometimes that is the thing. But I think it's always good to explore an alternate option. And I think that's a good way to do it. So I really wish I had done that beforehand. And I guess since we're here, that is where my two techniques and strategies come in. So I, I've talked about these before, but for the new people um, and for the old people, just for a refresher, I have two techniques I like to try. Um, and the goal of these techniques is to create space. Because the thing is, when you're waiting to um, show up into your dream life or become that girl, like when you're trying to do all this stuff, you're not going to just wake up into it. And so you're not going to like immediately get the opportunity and know exactly what to do. Unfortunately, life doesn't work that way. You don't become rich and then suddenly you know how to manage money. Um, you know, I know a lot of times we, we tell ourselves like, if I just had more money, then I'd be able to manage it better. And to an extent, yes, I agree. Um, you know, it, you, I saw a, a TikTok today. Y'all will notice a lot of my, a lot of my backstories are coming from TikTok these days. That's just what I'm looking at. But I saw one today that garnered um, some rightful outrage in the comments, I would say. And it was just someone kind of breaking down, like, you know, your your house, your living expenses shouldn't exceed 50%. And, you know, you're, you should be saving 10% and all this stuff. And yeah, whatever. That's, that's cool. That's true. Um, but the fact is 50% of nothing is nothing. 10% of nothing is nothing. So yes, I do agree that to an extent, more money is just required. Um, if you'll you'll be better at better at managing something when you actually have something to manage. But at the same time, um having the attitude and creating it and kind of like doing the practice is good. So even if you can only save like one percent of your budget, 
or half of a percent, you know, whatever. Getting into the habit of saving makes a world of difference sometimes. So like I said, the goal of this is to create space in that same way. So the first technique, and these kind of go hand in hand, um, you'll see a lot of overlap, but the first one I call is, or the first one I call level down. So we always hear about leveling up and all that stuff and upgrading yourself, but sometimes you got to level down, to be honest. Sometimes you want to be able to afford the Europe trip every year and the jet set, but it's just not in the cards. So you got to level down. So you have to think about, so, okay, if I was to break this down to steps, I would say step one is thinking about what the goal of that ultimate desire is. So and, and that's why it becomes necessary to really know your intention. Because if you want to go to Europe just so you can flex on Instagram, I'm not saying that's wrong. But I am saying that the level down process will look completely different than someone who wants to go to Europe to see the world and to experience new cultures and to learn about history and all that, you know? So let's say that you do want to go so you can have new experiences, try new foods, et cetera, et cetera. But you just can't budget your way to a Europe trip right now. That's cool. Let's level it down. How can you give yourself the experience of trying new experiences, trying new foods, giving yourself some time off now in your current life? Maybe you can try out a new cuisine in your neighborhood at a restaurant with a friend or something. Maybe you can order takeout and watch a foreign film. Maybe you just need to take off from work for a day and sleep in and play like some Parisian music while you nap or while you have your morning coffee. There are ways that you can kind of give yourself pieces of this experience just to create space for it so that when when the time comes of you um, being ready to actually take this Euro trip, you're not completely stuck on how to to make space for it. And maybe you're thinking to yourself, oh, if I had the time and money, I definitely would go. And we think that, but I talk to people all the time who have it. And because they've never like allowed themselves time and space to just sit back and, and relax or try new things or enjoy life, it's a, no, a new concept for them or to them. So we want to be able to create space in the ways that we can while we can. Um, even if we don't feel ready yet. So that's one example. An example of me leveling down lately, let me think. So when I was younger, my family used to do this thing where like if there was a long weekend, we would go to uh, Memphis or like a little suburb of Memphis, which was about like an hour and a half, two hours away maybe. Um, and we would get a hotel room and we just stay there for the weekend. And I always like doing that kind of like a little staycation situation. Um, ooh, rhyming. Um, but lately I haven't, I, I want to do it recently, but I didn't, I just didn't have time. It wasn't so much a finances thing. I just didn't give myself time to set up like finding a place or getting a good deal or even figuring out what to do with ginger, all the, all these things. So I didn't do it. So instead to level it down, to create space for it, rather than telling myself I can't have it at all and denying myself it of the experience, I tell myself, okay. I want to give myself a free day. So let's say I want this to happen on Saturday. That means I need everything that I would normally be doing on Saturday taken care of so I can do this guilt-free. Um, so on Friday, I have Fridays off, so it was a little bit easier for me. I clean the apartment. 
because, you know, I have the hotel vibes. Um, I got all the work done, so I wasn't, wasn't going to be thinking about it. And I just kind of like set it up as if a special guest, aka me, was coming in to visit. Um, and so by the time Saturday came, I was really able to relax without seeing like a huge mess around or having to worry about like, oh, this thing isn't getting done. And I was really just able to almost feel like I was in someone else's place. Like the smells were fresh and the sheets and towels were too. And it was just a fun time just because I gave myself that space and also knowing that effort was put into it for me, even if I did it, you know, it was still nice knowing that someone did and it was solely for me. So there are a million ways to do some type of level down. Um, that was just one thing I've done recently. I, 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 if I had time, I'd think about other things I've done throughout the years, but you know, just some fun things. So just like I said, think about what your prime desired emotion is or like what, what your intention is behind whatever that thing is you're doing. Um, if you want to have a shopping spree, you know, do you want to do it because you just like the release of shopping or you're trying to kind of curate a new look for yourself? And it could be a combination of all of these things, but really try to figure out and zero in on what it is that you're going after. And then that will help you redirect to something that is a little bit more aligned with your current situation um, for shopping. Maybe you want to go and visit a thrift store to find some great reliable staples that will be awesome in your capsule wardrobe and still offer you a new look um, and give you that like, I don't know what happy chemical you get from swiping a credit card, but whatever that is for you. Um, so that kind of lends itself to my second technique, which I call spin to save. And again, I've spoken about this before, but, and I've given the same example over the years, but I think it's just really helpful. Spin to save is pretty much what it sounds like. You spend money so you can save in the long term. Um, and I get usually give two prime examples, my favorite being my Nespresso machine. So once upon a time in 2019, I was working in an office that was a block away from a Starbucks which meant I was at Starbucks way too often. Um, and one week in particular, I had spent like, I want to say like by Wednesday, I had spent like $30 at Starbucks because I had gone every single day and I was loading my card for the stars. And I think either at the time, or maybe that's what I believed was that you had to, there was like a, um, $10 minimum for loading your card. So basically it, within three days I had put uh, $30 worth of, or $30 onto my Starbucks card. So not sustainable for my goals. That wasn't aligned with what I was trying to do. Um, so my mom called me actually and asked me what I wanted for Christmas because Christmas time was coming and normally I would have told her just money. Um, but I think she specifically said, I'm not giving you just money. So I had to put my thinking cap on and I realized, you know what? I hate um, Keurig coffee. I hate Keurigs. I, I, I just don't like the coffee to water uh, proportion or ratio. So I told myself, even if I got a Keurig, I wouldn't be able to stick to that. Like I would still be going to Starbucks because I just don't like the Keurig. Um, my building, my apartment had a coffee machine, but sometimes it was too much or it felt like too much. I mean, it sounds so spoiled and dramatic. It, it was too difficult to get out of my apartment early enough to like go wait in line for that coffee, even though it was free and it was quality coffee. So I said, you know what? 
What about a Nespresso, ooh, Nespresso, Nespresso machine for my apartment with the milk frother? So I feel like I'm getting like luxury, like coffee shop quality coffee without having to wait and without having to spend a ton of money. Yes, an espresso is more expensive um, than your regular drip coffee or a, a Keurig, but those things were out of the question anyway because if I had those things, I would still be going to Starbucks every day. So I figured out what would be worth it for me, and that's what I went with. And when I got the cure or the Nespresso, I I mean I didn't stop going to Starbucks completely, but I don't think I have spent over I'll say I haven't spent over twenty dollars of my own money, like non-gift card money at Starbucks in two years. And granted, a lot a good chunk of that year or those two years was a pandemic where I just wasn't going to Starbucks, period. But I I haven't had to because I love my cure. I mean, oh my gosh, my Nespresso. <laughs> So that would be an example of spending to say. Another example I give often is um, if you have realized that maybe going to the nail salon at your regular uh, frequency isn't goal aligned anymore. So instead, you buy the nail supplies that you would need um, on Amazon and you go into TJ Maxx or Target and get like the quality nail polishes that won't chip a day after you paint your nails and all that. And you handle it yourself. Like you, you kind of like go all in. But still, over time, you'll be saving money because that's a regular habit of yours. Now, I wouldn't say like if if you because I mean, think about it in this way. Um, like for me with coffee, I was spending money every single day. If you're if you're getting your nails done regularly and actually spending that money every single day or there have been times where I eat out every single day. So it made sense for me to do HelloFresh or Blue Apron instead because it was cheaper according to or in comparison to my regular lifestyle is not going to be that way for everyone. So you have to think about what's a bargain for you. Um, HelloFresh is more expensive than going to the grocery store for most people. But if you weren't going to the grocery store anyway and you were shopping or eating out every single day, then HelloFresh might be a bargain for you. You see what I mean? Like It's all going back to the main idea of finding ways to be that girl has to be things that are according to you and aligned with you. So those are my two strategies. Again, the level down technique and spend to save. Um, with spend to save, just think about like what that what that habit is, what that thing is that makes you feel like you, but maybe the way you're currently going after it isn't aligned with your your larger goals. So ask yourself, get creative, ask friends, you know, how can I still kind of achieve a version of this and maybe level down so that I'm able to still have it and maybe that will require some some money up front but I'm able to save more in the long term all right so hopefully these were helpful for you I just you know my main thing would be you sitting down and figuring out when it comes to you who is that girl it's probably not going to be who you see on Pinterest or TikTok or Instagram it has to be some version of you because you're not going to become a whole new person like your highest self is you it's just a version of you. It's a more aligned, a more um, secure version of you. So there has to be some you in there, if you get what I'm saying. So sit down. That's a great journaling prompt of, you know, if I felt like my best self, who would I be? Um, and, and why? You know, that why piece is so, so important. Um, I actually have 
a new freebie to kind of help with this. So I have 50 free ideas for you to become that girl without spending a ton of money. And these are affordable or free ways for you to kind of step into your highest self. I'll have it in the show notes. It's a free download. Like I said, I've been doing it myself. Like I really sat down and thought about like things that I've been doing lately or I've been wanting to do to feel like that girl. Some of them are like going to garage sales and finding like vintage jewelry that's good prop or good, not good property, good quality, but you know, doesn't cost as much as what it would have at a regular store. Um, or cleaning up your apartment. Sometimes just cleaning up just puts you in a state of being like, yeah, I am the main character. So things like that that are fun, that are different, um, and that kind of like vary along the line, like the, the spectrum of, of self-care. So let's get into our self-care homework for the week. All right, lovies, your homework for this week is to give yourself a that girl day. So what is a that girl day? A that girl day is a day of you being that girl, in case that wasn't clear. I want you to really, so this is going to take some pre-planning. Don't just wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to have a that girl day, and you haven't planned anything. Plan some stuff and, and ask yourself, if I had a day totally dedicated to my happiness and my joy, what would I be doing? What would I do? And think in terms of your budget, of course, maybe you want to, you know, wait and plan this for a few months from now. So you have a little bit more of a budget. Um, That's up to you. But plan a that girl day, a day that is just all about you. You know, think of think like, you know, it's your birthday and everyone's like just obsessed with making you happy. But maybe that just that obsession is just you and you can include other people in it. But make sure that, you know, it's centered around making you feel like your most confident and highest self. I will keep y'all posted. I'm going to do a That Girl Day for myself. So if you want to see how I do it, then make sure you're following the Gentler Instagram at GentlerPod. And I'll have it linked in the show notes. All right, let's do an advice question real quick. Um, it ca- oof, in case you didn't know... I do advice segments and advice questions um, on the episode. So make sure you DM me if you have a question or email me at info at begentler.com with a question. This could be a scenario or a one-off question about self-care or about me or whatever. Um, so I got a question. This was actually supposed to be for a Q&A episode for Gentler. Um, I just, I rescheduled a lot of episodes. So I want to do this one and go ahead and do it now. But it was basically asking how to maintain self-care while you're dating or in a relationship. And I thought this was a really good one because a lot of times, like, we feel like it's difficult to kind of do your regular routines when there's someone else kind of, like, mixing things up. You know, maybe you feel weird about doing your meditation and journaling when you're waking up next to someone and they might think you're weird. But the ways that I have done this in the past is just kind of figuring out, like, okay, so first of all, if a person makes you feel weird about self-care Maybe they're not the person for you. Maybe that's a red flag that you should explore. But a lot of times that person isn't even the one making us feel weird as us. You know, we're the ones making ourselves feel weird or making assumptions that another person will think is strange. Honestly, like, who's going to be there forever? You were that person. And the answer is you. You're always going to be with you, regardless. So I'm always my main priority. Um, And sometimes, you know, you just have to remind yourself of that. Like, I'm not saying it's easy for me to, like, put on, like, affirmation music and 
burst into whatever. But I mean, like, it's not hard. I'll say that. Like, I I think I just like self-care is a big enough deal for me where I don't really have a lot of difficulty around doing it regardless of who is in my life. And most people around me know what I do and they know about gentler and they know that this is important to me. So it's not really that difficult. But in the past, when it has been something that's been kind of weird or something that's been kind of new for me, I just have to remind myself, like, this is what allows me to show up in the best way to this relationship or to this date or whatever the situation may be. So I'm going to do it. And if it feels awkward, you know, is either because it's still something I have to practice or maybe it's not the best method for me right now or, you know, regardless, like maybe it does feel weird to recite my morning affirmations in the mirror if someone else is in my apartment. Um, so, okay, is there a way I can do it and modify it to make it feel a little bit more comfortable while still getting the result I, I need? So maybe in the beginning, I recite my affirmations in my car once I've gotten to work and not necessarily chanting them in my bathroom mirror. You know, give yourself grace. Don't feel bad because it feels weird, because it feels awkward. That's normal. Um, but find a way to get it done and find a way to handle it. Um, honestly, this could be a full episode, so I'm going to leave it at that and maybe make an episode of it in the future. If you'd like one, then make sure you shoot me a DM or email me or something, um, and I'll work on that for you. Um, so let's go ahead and close out this episode. All right, y'all. So hopefully you enjoy this episode. If you like conversations like this or want to explore this topic even more, then Club Gentler is created for you. I'll have the link in the show notes, but Club Gentler is basically our membership program where we work on becoming that girl together with all the trial and error, all the systems, all that kind of good stuff. So it consists of a course, gratitude course that I have been using for my own life. And as y'all know, my life looks almost recognized, unrecognizable than it did this time last year. And it has purely been because of my active gratitude formula. So that is going to be released on November 15th. Club Gentler also includes bi-weekly calls where we all get together and support. You receive coaching from me and you're able to actually figure out like how to apply the things we talk about here on the, on the podcast and things that we talk about in the course or on the calls. You get to see how to, how to make it work in your specific conditions in life. Um, there's also a private Facebook group and some merch and other fun events that we do that are members only. It's just a chance to dive in a little bit deeper or a lot deeper rather. Um, I can't I can't talk about every single thing on these episodes or else they go on for literal days. But Club Gentler is like the space where the deep work happens. So if you're interested in that, like I said, check out the show notes. If this episode was useful for you, then please leave a rate and review if you listen to Apple Podcasts. But what would be even more helpful than that is you sharing this with a friend. If you know a friend that would love to hear uh, these words or listen to the podcast, then share with them. Send them a text with the link. Share a screenshot. I would love to see, you know what? Okay, I'm doing this right now, right here on the spot, thinking this up. If you send a screenshot of you texting someone the link to this episode or any episode of Gentler um, and share it to stories and tag at Gentler Pod, you'll be entered to a giveaway and I will announce the winner this or maybe tomorrow. Let's, you know what? Let's give it a week. Let's give it a week because people listen to the episodes at different points. So let's say this time next Sunday, um, I will do a random drawing and whoever is chosen will win a $10 gift card of your choosing. I'll shoot you a DM. So there you have it. Um, 
send a link or a screenshot of this episode to a friend or multiple friends um, and I will enter you in a drawing. You can get multiple entries for multiple friends, but I have to be able to clearly see how many people it was. So like, you know, like, you know how if you click on the group text thing, it tells you how many people are in the group, whatever. I have to be able to just like see it or else I won't know how many entries. But yeah, let, let's do that. Okay, that's fun. With that, I hope you all have a great Sunday evening and I will chat with you all again next time. Bye. <music>